Yo, welcome to another episode of Helping Homies Win, the podcast. Two is for lifting a generation. I am Antonio J. Bell. It's your boy T. Ross. What's good, bro, bro? Hey, bro. I'm good, man. <laughs> Chilling. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, Chilling. so we're going to go and hop right into it because we pressed on time. I'm good, though. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm really good that we're recording, you know? <laughs> Makes holidays less depressing. You know, you start talking. Huh? You, you, you know, you start talking and then you catch the person's question. It's like, damn, I kind of got to answer that. Yeah, I know. Because I'm about to be rude as hell if I just keep on going. <laughs> it's like, we're going to skip over that question. It don't matter. Yeah, but that ain't important. That ain't important. I got something to say. Um, so, yo, I'm going to go ahead and get into it, man. So, we got um, my guy here. You know, this ain't my friend, man. This is my coworker, bro. This is my coworker that we got. This my coworker. <laughs> <laughs> At least certain people going to get this job. Um, but no, we got my, my guy here, man. He's. um. A British Nigerian actor hailing from London. Uh, you may recognize him from Seven Seconds, a Netflix original uh, starring Regina King. He played Seth Butler. You can find him in the Kill Team. He's also in Harriet, which is dropping 2019, and he killed it, hey. I'll say. And um, his press just released, I can also talk about Dr. Sleep. It's a Stephen King sequel to The Shining. Um, introducing my brother, Zachary Momo. Did I, did I say that right? Yeah, Momo. 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 Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Into the mic, bro. I don't Yo. know if I can hear you. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Got me? My yeah, check, yeah. one, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's good, bro? How you feeling? What's good? I'm feeling good, man. Thanks for having me on, guys. Bro, What's up, T-Russ? How you doing? T. Hello. Yo. Yo. I think I, I can barely hear him. I can barely hear Zach right now. Oh, you can barely hear me? Okay. Can you hear me now? Okay, I can hear you. My bad, yeah. Nice to meet you, bro. It's all good. It's all good. Sweet, 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 sweet. All right, yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Man, thanks for coming through, bro. Hey, bro. Appreciate you coming through on the podcast. Mm -hmm. This is my first podcast, actually. Is it? Yeah. I've never done a podcast before. Yeah, well, we appreciate you coming oh, through. that's man. awesome. Yeah. That's what's up. That's awesome. All right. <laughs> first <of> <laughs> I can hear Terry's voice. Terry's a geek. Yeah. Yo, so um, I guess we can start. I want to start from, like, Let's start from like the beginning of like I guess your uh, your uh, journey as an actor, man. Like, like how did you get started? Like, what's that process like, or what is it like coming from the UK? Because um, mm. not too often, I'm, I'm actually never asked you this question because I know it's probably different than it is here in America because people don't know what here is. But depending where you're listening from, the process, I suppose me it's kind of like kind of building your craft i mean a lot a lot of people have an avenue of going through drama school so spending three years yeah. doing nothing monday through saturday doing nothing but you know monday through saturday craft yes I'm, i think some drama schools are open on saturdays as well did you do drama school or no 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 no. so okay. no i didn't i, I did a, a part-time drama school but it might as well have been full which was two times a week mm. like we start at 5.30 and finish at 10, I think. 5.30 p.m. P.m. and finish okay. at 10. 10 p.m. I was about to say, hey, bro. Hey, it was a rookie that stuff. That was right? <laughs> Where you go, crack That's a door. That's a job, bro. <laughs> that don't sound like part-time. Yo. <laughs> Spitting those uh, Shakespeare stanzas <laughs> while doing push-ups. <laughs> to be or not. <laughs> to be. One more. No. no. Um, uh, it's, uh, yeah, no. So it's, um, I went to drama school called Identity Drama School. Mm. Um, it's now called the Identity School of Acting. And How long did you do that? 
I think I was there for about three years. Um, and are you working at the same time, or is it just at the time I was? Uh, so I had an e agent before I was auditioning, um, but I think the school just gave me a, a honed in that craft. You mm. know, I had studied, you know, like drama school, um, drama in college. Okay. Uh, college for me is your senior high. Wait, so what? from like sixteen to okay. eighteen. Wait, stop, stop, stop. So okay. from 16 to 18, they call it college? They go to college, and then university is 18. I thought, so, I thought, okay, yeah. I thought college. Yeah, no. yeah, that's why you see why I had to try. So when you graduate? Uh, you graduate at 16? No, you graduate high school, you graduate secondary school Yeah. F f at 16. Mm -hmm. Then you go into college. So would your, would your college Some people like, don't go to college. Some right. people just go straight into work. But is it like, is, so they're... Your college is like our 11th and 12th grade. Specifically, 12th and no. 13th. In high For school. us, it's 12th and 13th. But you get a high school yeah. diploma. That, that's how, that's how it is in Belize. And Stop. That's how it is in Belize. Yeah, there you go. Okay, because I was thinking that their, their, uh, their college would have been like RJC. You know what I'm saying? Get your associates, and then you go to university. How old are you in JC, though? I mean, you can be 16 if you go early. Like, you can, you know, be in high you school. You say go still. early like it's a choice. Yeah, it is a choice. I think no, I'm it is a choice. What, go to JC? So, so there's a thing that so you can do. So don't go senior high, but go junior college. Well, no, you, you're, still, you're still a senior, but what you can do is, you know, at 16, I believe, you can, you can uh, take credits at a university. At a, oh, at a college, right. If that's and it double you. counts. So one year of English counts as, two, as uh, two semesters. Sorry, one semester of English in college counts as two semesters in high school. So people graduate early because they take college courses. Okay. While in high school, but you've got to be like of a certain. You don't. Level. I mean, but I mean, I went to a JC for a yeah, very short time. I mean, it's not that difficult. That, the stuff see, is easy. Are you seeing Tiro's how the person who actually went to the JC is saying it's not that difficult? It's uh, not because I mean, dude, JC is like high school. So Tara could tell you, JCs aren't. But you nah, basically it's not. all right. Thank you. It's <laughs> not. It's not. It's not. He said it's not. He's agreeing with you. He's not agreeing with you. No, I'm disagreeing. <laughs> what? Disagreeing. Stop. I disagree. Really? I disagree. One hundred percent. Yeah. How so? It's a college course. It's a college course, bro. Real Hondo, right? Online. When I when I took all my credits hey. there. That mess was you easy, you bro. Have to check That's right. You're going to have to check real Hondo than those professors. Because <laughs> the, 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 the students we pump out at Mount Sac, bro, they way they over-prepared than what okay. students that go straight to the four-year university are. Mm. Okay. Okay, I stand down. I stand down. But so, so okay, so back to back to what I'm trying to understand. Tony, Tony is a scholar. The the point Whatever. is, Tony is a right, scholar yeah, when it comes to the college. Yeah. A scholar without a degree. <laughs> so look, so back to my original it's like question. Like going to the gym. Not everyone can bench 250. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly can't bench too. too easy. <laughs> Are you see him roasting me right now? Dog? No, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. So okay. Um. So back to so just so I understand. So we're not saying that college in the UK is equivalent to a JC here. It's equivalent to our last two years of yes. secondary school. Yeah. Okay. And then you go to university. Then you go to university from eighteen onwards. Yeah. Okay. So your college was drama school. Uh, so one of the courses I picked up in college was drama. Okay, and I did that for a year. I so actually, is is, is actually it flunked? Did you? Drama. Yeah. Ow! What? They gave me too much coursework, <laughs> too much paperwork. I'm like, I just put me on the stage. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was. It didn't work. So did did um? God, I lost my question. Um. So in college, um, I lost my question. Never mind. That's cool. I'm like I'm really confused. Zach, how how did, how did you get to acting? How did you like discover? Did you discover it in in uh? How did I? Okay, uh, no. So um, I had 
in high school i wanted to uh i did it as a one of the extracurriculums in high school okay um so i kind of got a little passion for it then um then in so it, it, when it came to college i picked it up as one of my subjects mm-hmm. um mm. and but it wasn't it didn't feel like a career choice mm. until i was midway through university mm. midway through university and i was just like really i was doing starting a got a degree in business marketing business and marketing and our second year i was just like Psh, you know what i really feel like you know i want to i feel like acting is really my passion yeah so i started i started off mm. doing extra work you know like 19 19 20 what 20 20 years old mm. started doing some extra extra work in commercials started um finding you know little fringe theater p- place to do french fringe fringe oh like, french yeah, french like, got it got it got it got it like off west end or off like real fringe yeah yeah, like yeah. 20 seaters yeah so that'd be know. equivalent to saying off broadway off broadway but off 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 yeah off broadway. yeah my, my other question was going to be um do you think that um in in london that there that there's a more there's more impetus on the arts um in, in, inside school because like we didn't i don't know i mean we have dramas you know no, you'd be surprised actually you'd really? be surprised that um Yo, uh, I think every year arts funding um, is actually being cut, which I also realize this is a probably a champagne problem because in the U.S. there's not yeah. really that much arts funding in the first place, is there? Well, it's the same. I mean, we're having the same issues. I think you're having the same. Fun- yeah, I mean, okay. Terry, you could probably speak more to this, right? Arts, as in, far as arts uh, in the, the art, the arts in the schools. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it, it's definitely uh, come down a whole lot. Like, it, it used to be something that was involved just like we had, like, soft skills, uh, life skills, and then it kind of started to strip those programs away because of funding, and now they're trying to bring back more emphasis on it, but it definitely doesn't have the same uh, mm. push for it, you know? So I think that's interesting that you were able to, you know, take an elective because I think when I when I was in high school, like, I had acting as, like, an elective too. It wasn't, like, any... Uh, like requirement, or like it, it didn't fulfill any real requirement outside of you know elective district elective mm-hmm. courses. Our art wasn't like required. But they did the same thing with us, where you like, like in art class, like actual like drawing and painting, we paint right. But in drama class, we would like read. That's it. <laughs> so it was like yeah, it was like it was like English yeah. almost. You read like you might read an excerpt from a play or read a textbook about drama. That's but it. You, yeah, but I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I think I dropped the class in high school, but I don't remember performing anything. Yeah, I may have well. cold read a monologue or something, but they they didn't really like. We weren't in like a theater yeah. and like you know what I mean. It sounded like, like they got your PE teacher to just moonlight <laughs> as a. He's <laughs> like, I ain't much. down for this. <laughs> Yo, take these books, read them. <laughs> you read one page, you read the next page. Go around the class. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. I I understand basically, that. Yeah. Basically, yeah. basically, so. Uh, um, back to Tara's question, though, because I don't know if we, we if you if you answered that yet. Um, so, or you kind of did, but in in university, that's when you. That's when I fully actually um, actualized it as a career. And what was that? What was that process? You took you? it as a career. Yeah, I took it as a career while I was studying for my business and marketing. Um, the process, and that's when I actually joined Identity Drama School mm. as well. Um, mm. And shout out to Identity Drama School. Really, uh, Femi Ogrens, who founded it. Okay, he's also my my manager. 
Um, really? Yeah, general okay. manager. He yeah, he's Letitia Wright's manager. He's really? John Boyega's. Oh, manager. so you popping, popping? Like he's popping, bro. <laughs> so you popping, popping? Pop. Yo, the school and all of us came <laughs> yeah. through the school. We That's all came crazy. through the school. Um, quite a few. Um, and they just opened up a branch in LA. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. So oh, yeah, wow. IDSA Identity School of Acting. Definitely okay. check it out. Yeah. Opened up a branch there now. Um, but it's it's yeah, it was one of those ones that we would have classes and we'd have like end of term showcases mm. but it was mm. work yeah you know we'd have movement dialect we'd have jazz and we work through techniques you know we work through different pieces of of work yeah actually breaking it down breaking it down exactly and then that's where i really got to hone my craft mm. so so, so i have a f- i have a follow-up mm. if so when you, when you mentioned have you like you d- you developed a passion, yeah, and I feel like that's something we hear so often, right? Um, and I think just with your upbringing and you know being in two different um, cultures, if you will, as far as like you know where we you know had our training and school and all of that. For you, what was it that allowed you to know that you were passionate for like about acting? Like what about it? Um, I guess intrigued you. Um, I think. A couple of things. I think off off the top of the head, the amount of respect I had for actors and just in film and um, later on in my my years stage, but mainly film and TV growing up. And, you know, as a kid, you know, you couldn't, you'd have to pry me away with a chisel Mm -hmm. away from the TV because I... I'd always, my mom used to say, you watch too much television. You know, <laughs> I know they'll, they'll have to call me uh, three times just yeah. to get, huh? Yeah. Just, Zach, Zach, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm watching here and I grow up on so many and I have so much respect for. Okay, I'm sorry. I got to cut you off. Just just ask what? this question. So I like so when you were watching TV, two questions. In the UK, wow. UK. Yeah, UK. Yeah. Or what, did, you, did you see yourself represented and did that inspire you? Like, yo, I see myself. I think this is possible. And did you even believe it was possible watching television? Because I didn't growing up. Right. Not, I didn't watch TV and say, I can do that. So not uh, not watching anything British, but I grew uh-huh. up a lot on American television. Okay. A lot of American television, a lot of American movies. Um, so there was never really much of a representation um, of myself on British television, which... It's funny, which is why I'm out here in Atlanta right now <laughs> shooting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> an American movie playing an American character. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's I didn't see that. And um, the second part of the question was the what was the second part? Of the question? Well, I was asking just as far as like like watching television as a kid. Did you believe that that was tangible? Um, not later on i think everything is a chain event everything Mm. links in you know but not at the time i was just entertainment yeah just entertainment and it was you know um mad props for what was happening you know and i think down the line um i started to realize you know this was something that i would like to try Mm. you know and the little just like i said earlier you know doing it in high school a little bit doing mm-hmm. it in college a little bit and then that over the years is just you know a seed you know a seed kind of you know growing up the seed and but also i have to give props to my mom as mm. well because i think that's where a lot of the passion came from as well because from really? a very young age my mom loves movies as well a lot of nollywood she watches a lot of nollywood Does she? but she also watches a lot of bollywood as well uh-huh. on top of that she watches a lot of hollywood okay all right 
Four, Yo, I got a really them. good movie for your mom, bro. Yeah, you bet. Tell me, yeah. The Nigerian Prince. I think she might enjoy it. I think, yeah, I, I already know. told her about that. That's okay. cool. <laughs> she said she ain't really fitted it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, That's I'm cool. At least you let her know. You know? At least you let her yeah, know. Yeah, she's going to watch it. Me and her, when I get back, we're going to watch it. Oh, like, sick. you going to send me a link for that. Sick. Shameless plug. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Nigerian Prince. Check it out. Uh, <laughs> yes. Starring <laughs> your boy, Antonio G. Bill. Uh, <laughs> there he is. But um, sound like a radio host. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Clue, Clue, Clue. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the echo give it that echo. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, she she from a very when I was a young age, me and my brother as well. Um, she like we would watch like for instance the Karate Kid. Mm. Um, and the OG one OG the one, one and then like the next day she'll sign us up for karate classes and she'll be like ah I'm this your way into the movies and I think <laughs> and I don't know whether that was and I have to clarify because um, I've always thought this I don't know whether she had seen something within us that wanted to perform or because of her love of movies had wanted to us like to, to have that as a, you know as, as an a, option as an option yeah you know um, I remember even just like watching Goal there's this movie called Goal yeah, and it's it's based on a, a kid coming up and becoming a, a famous soccer player a famous football mm. player um, and it's a movie and I remember her watching that and she signed us up for like football classes so, so your mother's watching these films and she is, is, are they films inspiring her inspiring and, her and thinking and these are ways for us to get into the movies yeah 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 you know she's like karate kid okay you need to know karate that could help you get into the movies really i don't know and maybe i've blocked out certain memories maybe i've told my mom oh, i would love to do mm. you know i'd love to be in movies maybe Bro, that's, so that's it from a young man. age my mom like has been supportive from now. from from the jump she even tried to get us in drama school from young but there was huge waiting lists and there's a lot of money you know every weekend but i had to take my cough drop off to say that cough drop out to say this so so like do you think that's a part of nigerian culture or because i know so, so let me speak to American culture, at least as it relates to me, right? Mm. My parents didn't have that kind of inspiration, right? My, my dad didn't watch something on TV or, or watch a basketball game or whatever and say, you know what, my son's interested in this. Let me go invest in him so that he can be better and, mm. and have these options, these outlets. Right. I think Tarek may be able to agree on this with me too. Now, is it your opinion that that may be an extension of American culture or British culture where there's more impetus to like really inspire your kids and get your kids to like, you know, think outside the box a little bit more. That, I mean, is it a, a more of a free way of thought? Like, wh like what do you think that is? Um, I think it, this is one is a little bit more subtle than, than, the, than a culture itself, because I know, um, I know, I know many, many Nigerians or many, many American families that, you know, they're more into a the usual roots of go get your diploma, go get your degree, mm. and get yourself a nice nine to five, provide for your family. You know, you yeah. want to get your house by so and so age, yeah. you do this and that. Mm. Um, and very much so with Nigeria, yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah. you know, go and be a doctor, go and be yeah, a lawyer, yeah. or go and be an accountant, or do something that's going to make bank, yeah, and that's going to allow you to provide for your family, and also that's going to have a little bit of prestige to it. You mm. know, um, so but on that same on that same note, what my mom did, which was a little bit of both, mm. in the beginning when I was young and when it was carefree, you know, it is that kind of go do all this extracurriculum activity, go do all of that, 
But I feel like when I got older, that's when it was like, make sure you get your degree. Make mm-hmm. sure you go and get do, do this and do and that. And did she care what the degree was in, or she just wanted you to be educated? Um, she just wanted me to be educated. Yeah. Okay. And I think my f- mm. my father was the one that was a little bit more of n- go down this route. You can make a little bank doing this. Yeah. Go and be a project manager. You might eight hundred pound a, d- a day. You know, do all of this. And my mom was more, you know, get your education. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know down the line, you know, find your passion, get what you in it. So I think my mom's always the one that's kind of mm. either way. Both of them are now my biggest fans, and yeah, they yeah, both yeah. support. That's dope. from the jump. But I think yeah. obviously as a parent you know, their fear and they wanted to just make sure that your kids are all right. They, mm-hmm. I mean, the world kind of gets in the way of, you know, possible allowing your kids to have artistic expression. Yeah. So I think that's also mm. uh, a kind of, that's a culture in itself. Mm-hmm. The fear, the fear of your kids not having the life you hope for them. Yeah. You know, and, Ooh. You, Ooh. you know, that's yeah. that's a big culture <laughs> in itself. Uh, it's, I'm laughing because I shared, uh, I'm writing, I think I'm writing a book. I don't know, but I'm writing some stuff, right? And I, sh- I think I'm writing, <laughs> writing a book. Memoirs on tour. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the one of the excerpts I shared with Tarek um, that I'd, I'd written while we we're in um, while we we're in uh, in Virginia, Richmond. Hmm. Um, one of the things I was saying is how your what, parents. What, what, what were you all doing in Virginia? Oh man, my bro, right. I was making a movie, dog. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> what, what what I had uh, plug that's that not right. the go, point. Go, 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 that's go. not the, that's not the point. So <laughs> what I was, one thing I was writing was about like your parents. Like I feel like all of our parents were like in a generation of survival mm. and they're teaching their kids their, their main objective is i need to teach them how to survive yeah right but not how to to thrive in the world where they can find things and avenues that will fulfill them yeah right yeah. even though the, even yeah. though everybody knows no matter how much money you make you know you can still be severely depressed and anxious and and not feeling like you're you're really important in the world no mm. matter how much money you have mm. but they want us to survive and go to school and do all these things so I find it so interesting that your mother, at least at a young age, was setting this foundation of allowing you to explore. Mm. Like, were you ever afraid to pursue acting? Afraid of failing? Um, no, I think uh, I was afraid of failing at education more than I really I ever wish was. the listeners can 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 see. Because I mean, wow. bro, he had this still look <laughs> in his eyes, and he he didn't move. His eyes didn't shift at all. And like it wasn't. I don't know. He was trying. To, he was trying to figure out a way to say it without sounding cocky. Wow. He already knew. Hey, hey, this fool looked like Kobe, bro. This fool looked like Kobe. Nah, bro. Like he already know. Here. Go ahead, bro. Wow. Um, but yeah, no. I think is. I think education um, scared me more than mm. than art itself. I think. Is it living up to the standard or what? Wow. Yeah, I think I'd always, I've always been known, uh, I'd always been known as a, as a, growing up through the education system, academics as, oh, has great potential, but, has great potential, but this mm. and that, you know, I was always, I don't know, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of ADHD, um, but I know there's definitely in my family, but maybe there was a bit of me as a kid, but I was always distracted, I was always restless, mm. you know, and. I was always someone that they, you know, they called oh, extremely intelligent, extremely clever, but I would never do well in my grades. Mm. You know, I just homework and stuff like yeah. all of that just yeah. didn't really. Yeah. I couldn't sit mm. with it, you know, and just it, it, it shake me to the point whereby I'll be sitting in front of it and not do it, and I'll just procrastinate. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know, because, and later on, in the, I found out it's because you know certain things. I'm scared. I'm scared of it. Mm-hmm. Scared of failing in that regard, so I don't attack it all and I put it off. Right. And that was a big thing for me growing up. So, but art, the um, the art of acting, dancing, you know, this was, you know, 
this was like an expression for me mm. you know it it wasn't it it didn't feel like a and this is something that has taken me throughout my career it didn't feel like uh something that i could feel at mm. you know it it's only later on in your career that you're like oh oh if i don't get my next job ain't <laughs> as good as the the one i just yeah. had you know <laughs> damn i'm off it it's only yeah. later on but when you're just doing it for the art's sake Mm-hmm. it's not there's there's no failure you know there's yeah. just there's just uh, yeah just for love for it and what ends up what i end for me specifically coming up through it and still up to today is i built a taste you know i built a taste and then through that taste i have um and taste of you know the type of art I want to do or the type of art I like watching mm-hmm. through that then it gave me a goal to attain which was try and get to the level of the taste I like to watch yeah you know and with mm. that that doesn't it, the, level of the taste I like to, I want to watch yeah yeah you know the, with that there's no it's like th- it doesn't feel like failure it just feels like you're just you know you you're just climbing you yeah know? you're going towards your dust you, you're going towards that and there's I don't feel like there's ever a point where you feel like you reach that, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Ask nah. Denzel. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> the, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I, I feel like Denzel would probably be sitting at home doing movies. I'm not doing any movies anymore. Yeah. Anymore. I yeah. think he, there's a certain level of you. You always want to quench that taste, and then even when you feel like you've nabbed the right flavors and all mm. the seasoning and you know the right temperature and everything. You just still want more of it, yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's n- I don't think failure is ever a thing, mm. you know, compared yeah, and compared to other things. Yeah. I was quiet waiting for Terry to see if he had a question because I got hella questions. That's good. I, I'm I'm just I'm taking it all in right now. <laughs> um. Cause it's, it's like, like, I mean, I feel like that's been a that's been a theme, you know, at least lately in the conversations I've been having, just as far as like fear and recognizing, like, it's something we're feeling, you know, but it's not it's not really it doesn't really exist. No, it doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really exist, and 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 that's the thing. It's overcoming that, and one of the things I've been trying to focus on is finding the motivation and the drive for what it is I ultimately want, so that that's a lot louder than any fear that may potentially. Mm. Uh, mm. Be paralyzing me from moving forward and doing what I need to do. You know, brother. The, so, the part that makes me I, sick, dog, is the idea that most of our fears are based on the public opinion. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. our fears aren't like based on like you know our standards of what success or happiness or whatever that stuff is. It's all based on what are people gonna think of me? Yeah. If I don't achieve mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Pretty much. I think it's like, for instance, why do we get embarrassed? Um, embarrassment itself is is a is an emotion that we conjure up ourselves. It's not mm. something that happens to us. Yeah, it's something mm. that we build within ourselves. Yeah, yeah. If you fall down and no one sees you tripping over, like proper stacking it like hard, mm. and you get back up, a little bit you're still gonna feel embarrassed because yeah. the fear of someone might someone see. Saw, you. Yeah, yeah. But somebody might have seen. Might have yeah, seen yeah. that, but. And it's all in no your imagination. It, but it's all in your head. Yeah. That did, did even though you look around and go, oh, no one saw that. Then you're like, okay, cool. But 
you still yes. built up that yeah. that emotion. Yeah, you built up that story. You built up that completely, mm-hmm. and I think that's just happened from the beginning of time since Crazy. Adam and Eve ate that apple. I, I think I, they it, both they okay. both <laughs> they both were naked, but naked. They didn't know nothing about themselves. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then they ate the apple and apple of knowledge. I think that's just then they the, were the, ashamed the, the, the yeah. that they were, whoa, I'm naked. I'm this. So that's I not a natural. It's a. I yeah. think it's just a, the the course of uh, nature now. From yeah. you know, thanks, Adam. Thank you. That, you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. Mm. I mean, the the other day I tripped going up my stairs at my place, and I wasn't embarrassed at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, that lets me know that embarrassment is something I make up. Yeah, that's you know, right. Because yeah. of others. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I felt crazy, yeah. but I wasn't embarrassed. Mm, mm. And you know what? You know what's you know what's funny in, in how that pertains to our um art and whatever we're doing, um, whether it's music, writing, you know, acting, everything. I think how that pertains to, to us is um not allowing ourselves to, to to fail i think it takes us to like how i felt with education mm. you know we end up procrastinating from going down a certain and i think there's every single person in this world has a specific talent yeah and yeah. I, there's a and it's, it's i feel like there's a there's there's a, a very sad amount of people that haven't tapped into that passion or talent yeah for fear or embarrassment of being made to look like a chump or yeah doing that you know i think there's a lot of people that have loved acting or want to still get people hit me up yo yeah i'd love to do this acting thing you know i'm not really but i'm not you know what i'm saying so you know it's a bit i'm i'm past it now you know yeah anybody can jump into this you know and they but it's it's that that fear element yeah i mean the idea is like there's no there's really no such thing as failure you know there's to me because it's like my thing is like i look at acting right I've gone on to date over 330 auditions or whatever, mm. um, something around there. And I've booked maybe 10, 13 jobs. Mm. That is less than a 10% success rate, right? If this was a business, mm-hmm. you know, people would be like, hey, man, shut it down. You know, <laughs> what you're doing, what you're selling is mm-hmm. not working. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's not. I mean, it, it is a business, but it's not that kind of business. So my idea is failure is really subjective, mm. you know, and... You know, one thing I know, you know, you kind of expressed too um, a couple weeks ago, man. It's like what we do is a process. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's experiences. You know, you experience X, Y, and Z, but it's not necessarily a failure because the experience didn't go the way you wanted it to. That's right. You know what I mean? Because you're making connections and you're building relationships along the way. And there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes that we aren't privileged to, both spiritually and naturally. That's right. And it's going to teach you something about the next thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing's ever wasted. Nothing is ever wasted whatsoever. Every experience is there for your use to yeah. draw from. You know, so I don't see how you can ever call any experience a failure if it's gonna uh, is gonna aid towards a success down the line. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it yeah, everything is useful. Yeah, I think it's about us like changing our relationship to quote unquote failure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's like when you go gym, mm-hmm. you know. And you've been pumping or whatever, or you're running and you can't run no more. Yeah. That's because you've hit a limit. But mm. best believe when you hit the gym the next time, mm. that, that capacity is increased. If you could only do 10 squats, just and yeah. one day, the next day you're doing 12. <laughs> yeah. 
you failed to do 11 the yeah, first I mean, time. It's like, it's like me going to the you gym. I mean? you know, the I'm betting you, you 250. Before, yeah, you know, I'm betting 250, you feel yeah. me? And then the next day, I'm about to be doing <laughs> 255. You feel uh, that's me? right. That's yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, just, that's just how I get down. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> you know, shoot. I'll be going up. That'd be no. Yeah. Bro, somebody go see me in the gym next week with 225 plates on each side. Oh, man, it's my warm up. It's my warm up. That's right. That's right. Um, yo, I wanted to talk about something else too, man, because, um, we were in Virginia. Um, this is the day we, I met you actually. Mm. The day I met you. Um, uh, well not the day I met you, but the first time we kicked it and we were, um, at dinner somewhere. It was really nice and romantic. It was four of us. Mm. And, you know, we <laughs> looked out the window and it was like, you know, the sun was setting and it was a beautiful day and whatever, whatever. It was, ma- it was, it was, it was mad theatrical and stuff. You feel me? And we were talking and you had made mention, you were talking about your lady. Right. And one thing you said to me was like, there's something about you just knowing that she was the one. Right. Right. You knew that she was the one. You knew this was the woman you were going to marry. I don't know if she's going to listen to this. I, I, I assume she knows that already. Probably <laughs> like, you know, pillow talk. She knows. That already. Yeah, okay, she cool. Knows. So I don't want to be, you know, no spoiler alerts for your <laughs> no, life. She knows. But you had expressed that to me, especially. And then after like, you know, having two relationships that didn't meet that mark, mm. but you were just so certain. You know, after all that, all, after all of that. Yeah. Whereas, you know, for me, I'm in a place where, after not making it with my my, my daughter's mom, I've been like jaded. Like mm. I don't even know if love is real, right? In my head, sometimes. So to hear you say that and to be so sure, you know, after being in two relationships that were longer, um, I was just really curious about that and and what for people who are looking for that or whatever the case is. What about like how did you know? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. What about her made her different than the other however many billion women in the world? Um, I think it started from what it was about me mm. um, and how and the, the clarity I had, the, the, you know, how I saw things and combined with who she is. But I say this because I wouldn't have known or I wouldn't have been attracted, or I wouldn't have been able to see that this was the woman for me if I wasn't of a place of understanding what is the type of woman that I want and need Mm -hmm. that is for me, Mm. you know? And um, I think I had to do a lot of growing myself, a lot of learning, because sometimes there could be so many beautiful things in front of you, but only one of them are meant for you. Yeah, and in order to see that one that's great for you, you need to be of a place of clarity. You need to be a place of knowing exactly what are the things that you need, what are the things that you look for, mm-hmm. and why you look for these things. You know, I I didn't want a really, I didn't want another girlfriend. I wanted a wife. I want someone that I can build with. I want someone I can build a family with. I want someone a, a partner. You know, in a code in every sense of the word. Code Code you know, like you that's your that's your that's your codependent, that's your Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. That's your that's your rib, that's your left, your right, your back, yeah. your front. That's just and that's your partner yeah. in every sense of the word. And it took me having to really um digest within myself what does that mean to me then to have a partner? Mm. You know? And as I be able to see, as I oh, I was as I was able to see that, and then I had to ask myself, okay, okay, am I the type of man for this type of woman mm. that I'm looking for? Am I the type of man that this woman would even 
be able to and this was before i even met my um my partner now mm. you know so uh, and then started to look into that then okay what do i need to develop to be the type of man that's right for the type of woman i want mm. you know and then as i started to walk in that and this is the way god works you know as i started to walk in that path and i started to walk in um you know what what we call the fruit of spirits you know this mm. is in the bible the fruit of spirits with patience self-control love kindness you know all these different things you know that you you do with your walk with god you know you find that you gain as you your your relationship with god is tight you know things started to come out of my way and things started to come into my way so the things that were not great for me or the visions that all the things that, that i was attracted to that weren't great for me you know that were great for now but not really sustainable over a long mm. period of time started to come out of my life and the things that were great and you could see that will sustain you over a period of time a long period of time started to come in and she was one of them mm. yeah and yeah it was it was clear as day the moment you know happened and i'm 30 you know i'm 30 yeah. now so it's kind of like yeah it wasn't an age thing but it was an age thing i think something clicked mm. in me 30 and i felt i've been feeling 30 for five years yeah do you know what i mean but i don't know people always say when you turn 30 there's something that just yeah you know and it just turns on yeah something that turns on mm. and i think for me culminating all the last few years and the last 10 years i think what clicked for me is then now my true purpose of being a man mm. i think that's what clicked for me as in 30 my true purpose of being a man you see your true purpose of being a man yeah true purpose of being wow. a man i think that's what clicked for me at 30 and part of that is finding your partner on this earth as as a man and i think that's what i did i think i was looking for a partner and i surely found so, one mm. you know and so the moment that person came in that partner came into my to my eyes to my life it was it's like you can't explain it it's a yeah. it's a feeling you just that it's more than a feeling it's a knowing you know it's it's you know some would say ah oh, it's excitement it's puppy love it's a honeymoon this and that but no it's like your experiences that for me i had so many different experiences in, in long-term relationships and knowing you know what to look for you know and i think yeah mm. once you find it yeah i'm I'm a person it's like you find something like that you 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 hold on to it for dear life yeah yeah so t in other words we gotta wait till we turn 30 bro and then it's all gone she's gonna, <laughs> <You're> gonna click <laughs> <laughs> hold off hold off for hold off for a little bit it's gonna click soon <laughs> yeah that's right you just mm. You know, keep on making those right decisions, you know, and don't be scared to make the wrong decisions because <laughs> you're going to learn anyway. <laughs> yo, yo, T, I hate to do this, but um, but Zach's people are telling us he has to go. Yeah. So, um, oh. yeah, his people, they just, they, they right here, they had just said that he had to go because um, he got a flight. He got a flight back flight. to London tonight. You know, he just rapped on uh, Dr. Sleep, which would be in theaters next year, um, along with Harriet, mm-hmm. um, another film that he, he smashed. Um yeah. Yeah, my guys out here working. Man. I'm try- I'm trying to be like Zach when I grow up. Bro, you out here? You yeah, when you grow up. I'm trying to get like I'm trying to get like Zach um soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get thirty right now. How old are you now, T? You just drop some some gems. How old are you? Uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah, okay, you guys, you guys, same age. Yeah, we got we got a couple years, man. Right. A couple years we'll be there. Twenty seven. 
27 going on 30. Yeah, you guys are doing your thing. There it is, exactly. 27 going on 30. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this right, is man. Zachary Momo, and this is Helping Homies Win the Podcast. Yes. Peace. Peace. Tools. Yay. What did you, you say, bro? Peace. Okay, never mind. All right, we're saying thank you. All right. <laughs> that was it. Peace. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Hey, wait, wait, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. Zach, how can they find you? Oh, yes. Um. Yeah, just um. I've already got... um. Uh, how you say as you say over here IG yeah yeah I'm yeah. gonna go IG at the moment yeah. <laughs> IG, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zachary Momo Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y M-O-M-O-H don't know why I'm spelling it I've always All right, heard, so, um, heard so, it done so, on the radio so for the, the American <laughs> listeners that's gonna be Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y M-O-M-O-H that's right alright right. that's it <laughs> <laughs> All right. appreciate you coming out man. thanks for having me hey alright